0: Dot com forward slash join or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash join hello there today i have the beautiful stephanie caponi on the show she is the author of the gilded tarot and creator of Moon Void Tarot. She is a San Diego-based illustrator, tarot reader, and astrologer in residence for Dame Products in addition to her personal work with Moon Void Tarot. She has illustrated the young adult series All Our Hidden Gifts and The Gifts That Bind Us, Walker Books. Stephanie has been an avid practitioner of magic for over 10 years, combining artwork and her interest. In tarot, astrology, uh, ritual, and occult symbolism as an expressive means to heal herself and others. She has worked with Alice and Olivia, Soho House, Bombas, and been featured in Cosmopolitan, Horoscope.com, Well and Good, Refinery29, and TarotCBD.com. I thought she would be the perfect guest for us. We will be diving in to the north direction of the feng shui map, the Gua of career and life path journey. So, I thought she would be a wonderful guest to come on to help us with connecting with our purpose, how to find our journey, how do we use the tarot as a guide. She talks to us in this episode about how she first was introduced to tarot, how her deck came to be. We talk about her own personal life path and where she is now what home is like for her at the moment one other thing i'd forgotten when we did our episode is i forgot to pull a tarot card because i got so excited that she was here so i'm going to pull our card for the day right now using moon boy tarot i'm going to read the cards right side up uh, but let's see what we've got for our card today and if you're listening to this program at the moment um this card is definitely for you so our card here. This is the four of cups and the four of cups is one of those cards that comes in as a reminder that there are things that are still available to us there are opportunities um, that are being handed to us it's just about changing our perspective turning to the other direction taking a look at what is still available versus like just getting stuck into like the mundane or just like um, stagnant energy so it's really about okay there's there's an opportunity around me so where do I need to look for that who do I need to connect with and how can I um, reap that opportunity so that is that Stephanie also has a um, tarot spread in our monthly zine I have a free monthly zine that goes out um, every month and it's corresponding to our guest. So she's got a tarot spread in there for all of us. You can download that free monthly zine on the website bewitchingthehome.com. If you are a Patreon member, you get the zines um, automatically in your membership group, which reminds me to let you all know that Patreon is a sponsor of Bewitching the Home. If you would like to um, support the podcast, please join us. We'd love to have you. We meet every Tuesday for Tarot Tuesdays um we connect just you know talking about all these magical things so i still have a full moon ritual on there and then there's also opportunities for readings and magical consultations with me and that's at patreon.com forward slash bewitching and uh let's get started in our episode welcome to bewitching the home where we explore holistic interior design and its influence on all areas of our mind body and spirit We discuss practices in creating sacred space in alignment with our higher selves, and feature conversational explorations with special guests and ventures through the realm of mindfulness, holistic approaches to design, wellness in the home, and sustainability. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. We are at episode six of Bewitching the Home, and I, of course, have the wonderful Stephanie Caponi joining us um for our week connecting with the north direction the direction of career and life path journey but before we start i'm going to go ahead and ring our bell and light a candle (laughs) just to get us centered and in our present space just clearing out any energy that's kind of stuck or stagnant in our spaces and opening up the space for connection and um, communication possibilities, all those good things. And with that, I'm going to light our candles, rolling in that beautiful element of fire. Perfect. Welcome, Stephanie.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so what are you drinking? I always like to start with a little bit of a brew um, to see what we're all kind of ingesting, connecting with the plant kingdom. I am enjoying my coffee and soy
1: milk and double fisting with water. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. So you're a major coffee girl. I am a huge coffee girl. Amazing. I do like tea, but coffee is
0: more my jam. How about you? What are you enjoying today? Today, I've got an Earl Grey Lavender, which is from, um, of course, Paru Tea here in San Diego. And she hand makes all of her blends. So this has black tea, bergamot oil, lavender, and cornflower, which is, you know, those beautiful blue. And then uh, flowers with the lavender, which is really, really pretty. And then it's loose leaf. So we get to see, like, the actual plants, which is really cool. But typically in the morning, I start with uh, a cappuccino just to like perk everything up and then I can only handle so much caffeine in that in that way and then I go into the tea's where I can slow down. So that's that's what I, like I love to it. Do. Mm-hmm. That looks beautiful. You know that's like the the pretty part about it is just looking at the the plants and how they open up and just like mm. spring forward so. But I wanted Love to, it. Yeah. I wanted to bring you on. Um, I shared your deck, uh, the Moon Boy Tarot, I think on episode two or three with um, my feng shui teacher. And, um, and it got me thinking, I was like, oh my God, why don't I have, I need to bring Stephanie on next. Like she's um, totally in alignment with this direction of path and journey. And um, I remember when I reached out to you in the very beginning, of my Patreon to come on and talk about your deck, and you are living on the East Coast, and I was here in San Diego, and then you're like, actually, I'm gonna be moving to San Diego, and you're still here, yeah. <laughs> I am. It's wild. Oh, you know, it was so cool, and then you got we got to meet up and like the whole the whole thing. So I'm I'm just so excited to have you here again to um, share your wisdom and your deck and in your journey with. Um, everybody that's here. So can you give us a little bit of background of how you first came to tarot and what that looks like? Yeah, so I
1: was first introduced to tarot when I was 14. I think Um, I had a girlfriend. Right when I moved to Florida, I met this girl and she was like, super witchy. And I'd never I'd always been in Catholic school, so I Mm -hmm. didn't really know anybody that was deeply into it. And she had a tarot deck, and I was just so mesmerized and into it. And I saved up my babysitting money and went to Barnes & Noble (laughs) because that was the only... There were no witch shops, and there was no internet because I'm a little bit older. (laughs) Um, And (laughs) they had one deck. It was just a Mm Rider-Waite-Smith, and then, like, the book that comes with it. And that's what I used for the first 20 years of my practice before indie decks were a thing. And I didn't, you know, there in Florida, there weren't a lot of wasn't a super witch positive community. Right.
0: And then how did you um, come to creating this? Like, when did this all go down, creating Moon Void Tarot?
1: Yeah. So I kind of went through my own tower moment in life when all, you know, everything crashes down at the same time. Mm -hmm. I had been married for 14 years and the relationship ended. I realized I didn't want to work in my career anymore and I didn't want to live in Florida anymore. And it was just a whole thing. And that's really what brought me back to tarot. Mm -hmm. Um, It was really like the most supportive thing that I had at the time and kind of going and reconnecting to my intuition was huge and i ended up packing my car with just a few things i got rid of everything i owned i had a three-bedroom house i gave everything away i quit my job left my husband and got in the car and drove to new york by myself and i was Mm. i got there i was like oh i have no idea what i'm doing i don't have a job lined up (laughs) i just i just you know have my savings and a cat and I don't know what we're doing so I rented a little a really cute room in a house like a old early 1900s house on the beach in the north fork of Long Island and I was like I'm just gonna write Mm -hmm. and I just wrote and wrote and wrote a ton of journals and then I was like oh am I writing a book and so I was like I'll try it. Never been a writer before Mm -hmm. and so I wrote this whole memoir about having a spiritual awakening and what it's like to start over in your 30s and I wasn't really sure what to do with it and so I started sketching in my sketchbook like what would it look like if it were a book and it were alive Mm -hmm. Um, and I started like just you know drawing a little shape of a book and then I had it spin and in inside I started drawing like a picture of a tarot card. It was like tiny, yeah, yeah, <laughs> a little tiny yeah. tarot card. And it was like a fool, like the fool. And she looked like me. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, this is very similar mm-hmm. to the fool's journey. And and I got really curious and excited about drawing the my story as tarot cards. And I realized that the book was more cathartic and not to be Um, printed in that version, but the tarot deck just was really calling to me Mm. to be made. And I was thinking to myself, who's going to want this tarot deck with one character who looked like me? I don't know that anybody's going to want that, but, you know, life has other plans. And there were all these like synchronistic moments Mm -hmm. where people would kind of come out of the woodwork to help me make it. Oh my goodness. Like people were reaching out to me like, do you have a graphic designer? Do you need help like with printing? Like, do you need editing? Do you need this? Do you need that? Like, how can we, and it was, I I felt like the universe was dragging me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And were you just sharing what you were doing like on Instagram or how did they know that this, this deck was coming to be?
1: So it was, it started off just in my like witch circle, where okay. every week we would meet, and I would bring the actual physical drawings. And then my friends encouraged me; they're like, "You should just share this on your Instagram and talk to people about like what you're going through." Yeah. And it was very scary to be that visible, visible and vulnerable. And that's when people started reaching out to help me produce it. And the first iteration of the deck was black and white. Okay. So oh yeah. this was, this was our so first cute. baby and mm-hmm, she was all, Fucking I love it like the Nine of Swords is the, the first card, but mm-hmm. yeah, so it was very much being in that liminal space yeah. of I don't know what I'm doing with my life and I'm just kind of like healing, like this was my little Five of Swords. Oh yeah. And what year was this that all of this was happening? This was between I started the deck. I started drawing it. I wrote the memoir in 2016 and started drawing the deck in 2017, and it came out um,
0: in March of 2018. And then when, when when did the second edition come out? And what what um, prompted to do the second one?
1: It's kind of an interesting. It's I don't know if anybody else's tarot decks do this because usually you think of a, a tarot deck and it's you know an evergreen thing. Yeah. You know it's going to look the same, and it's always going to be, and you can go and buy it. Um, My deck, it's like a living entity that evolves. And so I did the second edition, which was also black and white, but it had more red color in it in 2020. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But I knew that it wanted to be something more than that, and I ignored it, and in 2021, it started screaming at me. (laughs) That it was like this isn't your life anymore you're not in this space why are you coming back to this this, you know place where you're not there anymore and i don't want to like jump all over the place but kim from wax crescent Uh reached out to me and asked if she could license my artwork for a set of intention candles and i was like yes but it can't be this artwork because that energy is not where i'm at right now and mm-hmm. i don't want to put that magic into these candles because i feel like i'm in such a a different space and that's when everything turned pink <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of the and a lot of the artwork changed and it's just it is constantly evolving so the next deck isn't going to look like this
0: either so what's coming on with this next deck? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm having a lot of fun making that right now. It's going to be very similar. It's okay. still going to be black and white and pink. Um, the artwork is just evolving me, Yeah, all evolving and showing me new things. Wow. So it's pretty exciting. Wow. And when
0: do you expect that to come out?
1: I am hoping to have mm-hmm. it. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to go with a Kickstarter okay. again or if I'm just going to do pre-orders. But I'm hoping to have that out to be available to order in May.
0: Oh wow, well, that's rad. This so coming May, like this is pretty fast. Feel, yeah,
1: I well, I, I'm down to the wire of, I'm running out of my stock. I only have a couple oh, okay. hundred copies left, so that, you know.
0: That's perfect timing. Yeah, I
1: was like, do I wanna reorder the same edition? And that's when the art was Got like, um, we've changed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and we're gonna keep changing. We have new
1: ideas <laughs> and we're gonna keep changing so that was this kickstarter in 2021 i was able to order like 1200 mm-hmm. copies and so mm-hmm. i'm down to like my last couple hundred now and it's like that's all that's it <laughs>
0: wow that's amazing So it's pretty cool that's very cool yeah so your your deck i've been working with um lately with uh, my patreon members and just tarot readings that i've been um, giving and the energy of the cards when i was playing with them or just working with them it just has a very soft compassionate um, feeling about them and the way they were translating um, in those readings were just everyone just felt like so held like just held and they were just like supported in in a completely different way than you know other decks that I've used and I feel like it's it's one of those decks that when we do think of our journeys that it's a support system that's going to help guide you um, and teach you but not having like there's some decks that are like so hard or so like rough and it's like I can't like handle that at the moment and then I can come I can always like come over here and be like okay you're still going to give me the hard lessons but it's not going to feel as like hard you know it's not going to feel as crushing I guess you could say it's just it's like a nice soft landing and it's like okay like I can I can
1: thank get you to this. yeah it's funny that you say that I if you asked me how I would describe it I always say that like this deck is confrontational without judgment mm-hmm. and supportive like a witchy big sister that yeah. loves you unconditionally but wants you to do the work on your own
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not gonna do it for you but it just holds this beautiful no. space for you and it's just like okay like thank you you know, it's 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 really beautiful. So, do you have any, I'd say, sort of advice or um, any tips for people that are, you know, trying to find their journey that are like on this on this space or in this space where they're like, I don't know what's next. Like, how do I find my path? How do I find my purpose? And how they can maybe use the cards to to help guide them? Yes. So,
1: I think that unlearning masculine energy Mm
0: -hmm.
1: is a huge lesson that tarot has taught me and how to work in feminine energy of surrender and attracting and magnetizing Mm -hmm. and really using tarot to distinguish between your intuition and your fears a lot of times when we are in a this void space and we don't know what our purpose is or where we're going, we go to our egoic mind and our brains to give us the answer. And that's when we are spinning and we start grabbing at Mm -hmm. straws and taking opportunities that aren't really in alignment with us because we think that's all we're going to get. Right. And I think tarot and working with tarot has taught me how to pause and sift between what's meant for me and when I'm forcing something.
0: And so do you have um, maybe a spread or like three cards or a three card spread or something that you um, go to when you're like, I need something. Absolutely. Um, I like using like decision
1: making spreads. So I'll, I'll, you know, obviously I don't think it's a great time when you're in the heightened sense Mm -hmm. of like anxiety and panic to like start pulling cards because they're just going to reflect your energy so um if you can ground your energy a little bit so you know like we did when you opened this space for us today like ringing a bell taking a few deep breaths lighting a Mm -hmm. candle always taking some breaths before you pull the card and ask the question clearly in your mind of like hey i'm thinking about this this and pull a card for each energy right oh yeah for both and i don't mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. so when i pull them i don't immediately look at them like i i always lay them face down so that way i'm not already thinking about what's this card well before i pull this one so i lay it down okay and it's helpful to me to write my questions in
0: my journal oh perfect so you have a journal at the same time
1: (laughs) Yes. i always have like the journal next to me and i'll be like okay i'm trying to decide between this job and this job or, you know, which thing, or there could be multiple things. I've had them like five things in a circle, like what's the energy of this place? Mm-hmm. What's the energy of this? What's the energy of this? And then a second card is what's my energy towards this? Oh, I love that. And, you know, if depending on how much time you have, you can go so deep with it. So after you've pulled these cards, then you can flip them over and kind of say, okay look at these it's funny i pulled the king of pentacles and the eight of wands (sighs) together so it's like okay here's here's this opportunity that is in the energy of the king of pentacles Mm -hmm. and my energy towards it is the eight of wands so i'm like yes let's go let's do it yeah let's do it (laughs) um but then you can kind of notice like if the card's upside down and what that brings up for you. I think a lot of people are focusing so much on like, what does this mean? Mm -hmm. Rather than focusing on, oh, when I see this card upside down, does this give me anxiety or am I like, what's that? Cause I think that is also Mm -hmm. something to notice or which direction are things facing. Mm -hmm. So like just being aware of the little tiny nuances and what the card, is actually bringing up for you in addition to like
0: what does that card mean right and your guidebook is so fantastic it's, it's awesome Thank i you. love how big it is and it's like a you know a full-on book um, and i like that you can write in here or highlight things or put little notes or or whatever and it's it's something that you can actually work with versus you know a little tiny little that might be so small and and hard to read. and Um, So, and you have the reversals in your book. So when people do pull those cards in reverse, they have a little bit of insight. Um, And I always like to connect with intuition first before jumping to the book, of course. But the way that you have everything situated is is so beautiful because you've got the keywords at the very top, then you have the astrology, and then a little bit of numerology, and then you also have, you know, the the guide as to what that could mean right side up and then you also have the re- the reversal. So and of course the card on the on the side there.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think I I would always get really frustrated with beautiful decks that would come with a teeny tiny little booklet that would give like three little words. you know, three keywords or something very small. And then you'd have to go buy a separate book. So I, I guess even though this this deck can be for people who have been reading for a yeah. hundred years, yeah. like you and I, but I wanted to write the guidebook as if I was speaking to somebody who this is the first deck of cards they'll ever pick up and give them, I mean, there's like 21 different tarot spreads in the yeah. book. Yes. And it starts with two card spreads and works, works it all the way up to five cards. Um, there's new moon and full moon rituals with tarot spreads in here too
0: it's so beautiful and
1: also um a deeper dive page into what a reversal could possibly mean (laughs) wanted to like really give you know not
0: just beautiful artwork but just give some really good solid information for people yeah i mean it's a fantastic um book and i love all your spreads in here and you had mentioned the new moon and full moon and working with the moon cycles so do you have an active practice with the new moon and full moon? Or do you do something in particular for one and, and not the other? What's your what's your practice or ritual with, with that? It is
1: a huge part of my practice to work with moon cycles. Um, I love, new moons are my favorite because mm-hmm. I love intention setting and because, you know, moon void tarot yeah. and all of my experience with jumping off cliffs into the unknown. <laughs> I prefer <laughs> to work in the darkness. I actually now am like pretty comfortable there wow. being uncomfortable. <laughs> I know like as soon as I feel extremely uncomfortable and freaked out, right. like I'm free falling, I'm like, I'm falling into something awesome. Wow. Ooh, what is the universe? Yeah. Like what you got? I work with the new moons to work in darkness and plant seeds of intention. And it's really depending on what the astrology mm-hmm. of that particular new moon. I mean, everybody can just do some type of intention setting ritual but bringing in the elements yes of the moon so you know working with water in water moons and working with fire during fire moon time and kind of the same thing with a full moon Mm -hmm. but a full moon is more about culmination and release yeah so those rituals are a little bit different if you know full moons are about kind of the culmination i work like deeply in gratitude got it and releasing
0: Mm -hmm. and you had mentioned um you know we were talking about the new moon and your the name of your your deck moon void can you um tell us a little bit about for those that that don't know what does it mean when the moon's in void and and what does that mean to you and why you chose moon void tarot as your your title
1: when the so the moon changes signs every couple of days and it goes it's called it's like void of course Mm -hmm. it's not making any aspects so if you are a magical practitioner, we don't do magic during those times. It's it's a time to rest and take a break and really reflect on all the things you just did before it changes signs and starts making aspects again. And when I wrote my memoir, the memoir was called Void, of course. Oh, wow. Okay. Cuz that's how I felt. I yeah. felt I was just like a little moon just hanging out, making no aspects to anything and Um, when I started making the deck, I remember doing like a deep meditation and asking like what the deck wanted to be called and it said it wanted to be Moon Boy Tarot and Mm it made perfect sense.
0: That's so rad. I love it. Everything just seems like for you in this deck that things just kind of aligned and came to you and it was like you went to one thing and then the next step kind of revealed itself and then you jumped there (laughs) and it's like the next one revealed itself as you were going
1: totally. I can tell everybody who's listening who may be thinking about making a deck or making significant changes. It sounds really simple and that everything worked out so beautifully, but it it's a, it, there were a lot of lessons, a lot mm-hmm. of shadow work. Um, I don't want anybody to feel discouraged if their um, path isn't as <laughs> fluid and seamless and it seems like a lot of you know pushing on a pull door yeah uh, there is a lot of that too yeah. but just kind of trusting that the timing of things is always perfect mm-hmm. but our you know human minds want things instantly yeah
0: for sure and then um you know i was just looking through your your um book here the guidebook and and you have some extra cards in your deck <laughs> There's has. some little secrets in here. Tell it me has. about those extra cards that you've got kind of planted in here. They, they came to me during
1: the Kickstarter process which I had never done before. That was a very new thing for
0: me. And this is for deck number two or?
1: This is deck number three actually. Number three, this so happened. I have okay. two black and white ones and this is the third one. So yeah the first two were just um, 78 cards okay. and it didn't occur to me to go outside of that box and then when I was making the kickstarter they were like what are your stretch goals and I was like I don't even know what that means yeah but I was like oh I could extend the deck and I can make up my own stuff and (laughs) I was like what would I want if I had the option um, to do that if I could yeah thank you (laughs) yes and I was like I think my favorite um one of my favorite things to work with our crystals Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. and I was like,
1: what are my like power crystals? And I've got my favorite rose quartz tower here. Gorgeous. And I'm like, thank you. This was like the inspiration. I was like, I just want a tarot card that is gonna tell me I'm okay. Yeah. And that like, if I pull it, kind of like if you get the Fool, you're like, oh, I'm gonna start a new journey and I'm safe in this, but I'm like, I need more confirmation
0: of safety. (laughs) Yeah, that's not too so safe, two, it's like.
1: <laughs> yeah, those those two cards are really about, they're connected to your chakras and mm. they're really about um, your safety. One rose quartz, you're safe in your heart. Got so it. you're safe in love and to be vulnerable in relationships. Yeah. And then the, the black diamond um, is connected to the root chakra and to your crown chakra. Mm. So having, feeling safe in your body and safe in the material realm while being very connected to source and to whatever spirit is for you. And then the third card, I was like, can you just give me a damn like yes or no? (laughs) You love it. (laughs) (laughs) Like if it comes up this way, it's a yes. If it comes up this way, it's a no. And thank you. Yes, We don't have to worry. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was fun. So I'm having it. a blast making up my own things. I don't know if there will be, like, an Oracle deck to come out of it or if I'll just mm. keep adding when I
0: feel inspired. Right, right. There's no rules. No, absolutely not. And that's the that's the best part of all of this is that you get to change and shift and create as you, as you feel and as you're inspired. And it's, that's the best. We love it. Um, Thank you. Yes, of course. And, you know, usually when I start my... Um, my interviews here, I ask about home and I totally like just ran into your deck. I was like, let's just get in here. But, but I do want to know, like, what does home mean for you right now? Like, what does that look like? Such a loaded question. <laughs> when you asked, when you told me the concept You're like, of what?
1: your podcast and I'm like, do you understand? Like, I'm like, so floating in this like space of yeah. in a void space of home. Yeah. I've moved so much since I like took that leap of faith and left my home in Florida. Mm-hmm. I've, I've moved like eight times in oh five years. And and I'm like ready to move again. And yeah. I, I realized that, you know, as within, so without mm-hmm. and our physical space is kind of a reflection of our internal space. Absolutely. And I feel like I've been going through this growth and metamorphosis that has definitely presented in my tarot deck, but it's also kind of reflective of my living situation.
0: Yeah. So I keep outgrowing my cocoons. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is huge. What a reflection. So, so you guys are looking for another space to move, and do you do you know what that's going to look like or what that's going to feel like?
1: I I think that um, we are definitely needing to move from our current space uh-huh. for various reasons uh-huh. and now that we're together um, I think we're you know we're getting married and you know it's amazing by the time this comes out we'll be newlyweds oh. and we're looking to you know possibly start a family mm, Gorgeous. so just upgrading yeah. to a space where that could really happen. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's gonna be in San Diego or yeah. in California at all. Yeah, yeah. We're looking at all sorts of places.
0: That's humid. So
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that you're always like in this space. And and it's and I feel like it's, you know, encouraging for others too to know that you don't always have to know the plan. You don't always have to know what's gonna happen and and when that is the case, how do you stay grounded? How do you connect back to yourself how do you how do you navigate that that world
1: some days i've got it and other (laughs) days i have to just cry it out and journal it out and go for a long walk um but other times i'm like okay i have to remember that i'm trusting the universe when i started this journey Mm -hmm. obviously i was in a very different um line of work and this has become what I do, and the type of work I do can be done from anywhere. Yeah. So, realizing that like home is really in my body and not a physical space, and detaching from needing to see physical representation of these things that I think I need. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of tears, a lot of journaling, a lot of tarot, <laughs> <laughs> all these things. And then it happens and you're like, oh, my God, this was so much fun. <laughs> after you know, like, yeah, after the roller coaster and you're like, <laughs> yeah. and then afterwards, you're like, wow, that was so cool. And <laughs> I learned so much. And like, I have all of this really awesome stuff to show for it.
0: Mm-hmm. But like
1: going through it is not super easy always.
0: Yeah, but it's sure.
1: it's my path. And I, at least for now, at yeah. this stage in my life. Yeah, exactly.
0: And so i always ask as well like what rituals are you currently practicing or do you have any rituals that you are doing at the moment that that are feeling good yes so i've been
1: working a lot with rituals to increase my intuition and a lot of my rituals are based around making art and creating oh my gosh and so having a lot of alone time to do that That's incredible. And I think like a ritual can be really involved and really, you know, it can be chanting and it can be casting circles and it can be building altars. And it is a it is that to some extent. But a ritual can also be taking a beautiful walk in nature Mm -hmm. and turning your phone off. A ritual for me is not going on Instagram first thing in the morning. Taking that first hour of the day just fully to myself to pull my cards for the day, enjoy my coffee, ground my energy and make sure Mm -hmm. that I've given everything I need to myself before I can give to other people.
0: Absolutely, yeah, that's huge. And then um, I know we spoke about you creating this new edition of this deck. And is there anything else brewing besides that and moving? And you've already like kind of covered this entire. <laughs> realm. I know.
1: I like. Bring, I took all the notes that you had sent, and I like wrote everything out. Oh and, my
0: gosh! And it just <laughs> just came out.
1: <laughs> so I have a for people who love and miss the black and white version of the deck. There's actually mm-hmm. a French language version coming out. Oh my out. gosh,
0: okay. And that's the black I'm, and white
1: one? <laughs> mm-hmm. And they've done a really beautiful job with it. They took the red to new levels and um, this has you know, been a few years in the making, the pandemic wow. um, pushed it. And I wasn't sure if it was gonna happen, but it's gonna be gorgeous and it's coming out sometime in April. That's so beautiful there's that and then the empress edition of moon void will be available soon so excited. Um, yeah
0: well you'll have to like send like my me my things yeah i'll have to share the links and all of that once it comes out i'll push it out and see what what comes of it that's so exciting Ugh, just Thank love you. it <laughs> and then how can we how can our listeners um reach out to you how can we connect with you how can we get this this gorgeous deck the one that's You've got what? You said a couple hundred left and then that's Mm it. And then that's it. And I kind of
1: like that. Um, Everything is available on my website, moonvoidtarot.com. All my social links are on there as well. But if you want to connect with me and say hello, um, I live on Instagram. At moonvoidtarot is my handle. And that is my only
0: account. (laughs) (laughs) know there's been like so many scamming situations going on it's like nut (laughs) yeah okay so we'll we'll have all of that i know put that to the side uh but we'll have all of your connections in the show notes (laughs) and ways to to get with you and um yeah i'm so excited and and i know a lot of the the people on patreon or at least in my patreon membership have really been enjoying your deck and and Yeah. yeah it's gorgeous well, thank you Thanks stephanie you so much. yeah i appreciate you being here with us all right take care you too you have been listening to bewitching the home special thank you to all my patreon members without you this show would not be possible music composition by Ken Seth thibodeau editing by Marcy ferry and special assistance by blake ferris if you like what you're listening to please hit the subscribe button and if you want to support us even more Please join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bewitching. You can also follow me on Instagram at Rachel R-A-C-H-E-L Lorraine L-A-R-R-A-I-N-E and find out more information about the podcast on the website bewitchingthehome.com.